Koppel, host of the Time for Coffee podcast, where you get firsthand career advice into the jobs and industries that interest you the most. And before we start today's show, I have a quick favor to ask you. If you haven't already, I'd be incredibly grateful if you give us a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you're like me, you need to do it now because you'll forget later and because it's the best way to help others who may be in search of career advice to find this free resource. So press pause if you haven't done it and do it right now. I'll wait. Thanks so much and enjoy today's show. Hey there, Java Junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or ten minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini-episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple shot K-Cup with my guest, Jerry Lee. So you got hired by Google right out of Babson as an analyst in July of 2017. What did that mean? You were an analyst. What were you doing, Jerry? Really, it was a continuation of my internship where the project got bigger, the team and the people I was working with got bigger. So really, what it came down to it was I was an analyst supporting the engineering team to pull data consume that data and go, team, we have a product vulnerability here. This is how I believe we should solve for that vulnerability. I would then work with the engineering team, the product team, the legal team to say, listen, we are going to figure out how exactly we're going to do this. Here are my recommendations. And then I would work with the team to actually implement it. So was that using SQL or were you using another software in order to do that? So I was program. Just, it, is yeah. it the same thing to say software and program? I think so. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, using SQL with internal tools. I would then use other internal tools to basically consume that data, visualize it. And then I used Google Suite. So like Google Sheets, Google Slides, to sort of get my results and really present them. And I saw that you got awarded an organization-wide gold award. What did that mean? That is a story of the definition of right place and right time. So I remember I was doing this analysis and I remember my manager gave me a really basic task of analyze the market. And I think he was just doing this just to sort of use up my time as I was sort of learning. But what I ended up finding was that there was this one metric that spiked like no other, like in the past 20 years at Google, it had never spiked that high. And I was thinking to myself, this looks funny. And I talked to my colleagues and I'm like, is this normal? They're like, nope, you should absolutely look into it. What it ended up turning out being was it was one of the biggest product loopholes on Google ads. And I spearheaded working with legal, our product, our engineering team. I got them, shepherded the project from start to finish in my first five or six months. And as a result, our VP was like, wow, that I can't believe that this, was, this had been going on. 
And so they gave me the award and I was just like, wow, right place, right time. You know what, though? I think you were the right person at the right time because there may have been someone else, Jerry, that saw that spike and just kept moving on and didn't start asking questions. But you followed up and you ended up like discovering a gold mine. Pretty much. Yeah. And yeah, it's actually funny. I never thought about it that way. I always thought to myself, man, that was just lucky on my part. But you're right. <laughs> you were the right person at the right time. So after 10 months, you were promoted to a strategist from an analyst. Did you ask for that promotion? I know it came in the first performance review cycle and it reflected high impact project execution, which clearly probably came out of that discovery that you made. Yeah. So I remember I had met another mentor around month two or three of my time at Google. And he said, you know what? You have to define what your career success looks like. Is it money? Is it upward mobility? Is it something else? And I said, you know what? I want to be promoted as quickly as humanly possible. And he said, then what you have to do is you have to let your manager know that you want to be promoted, work with them to figure out what are the steps that you need to take for them to feel comfortable. And so when I was going for my first promotion in my first cycle, I had said, listen, I had done this massive project. I have all these other projects in addition to this that make me believe that I'm performing at the next level. I put together a one pager of every project I worked on, the impact that has had, the teams I worked at so that my manager, when she went into those discussions, she could pull from this and go, oh, what did Jerry do? Well, here, everybody, look at this. And in addition to that, I also had a monthly conversation with my manager where we went through the job ladder of what I needed to do to perform at the next level. I listed out every single project and task that I had. And I said, you grade me on how I was performing. Was I performing at my current level or was I performing at my higher level? And you sort of saw this progression of you were performing at your, for, at your current level for the first few projects. And then you saw that it slowly progressed into the next one. And I said, listen, like, We've been working on this for the past six months together. I feel like we're sort of walking in this direction. And so they apparently, I wasn't part of those discussions, but apparently they had a huge debate about me because it was my first review. They were saying maybe Jerry got lucky, but I think they saw a potential in me, uh, thankfully. And uh, that's what happened. Amazing. So what did you do as a strategist that was different from an analyst? To be honest, it was so, the role was very similar. And that's one of the things I realized was like, man, well, this feels like the work is the exact same. The only thing that has changed is now the bar has gone up. And so for me at that point, I was like, hmm, maybe I feel like my learning curve is steepening a little bit. Let me go ahead and start looking internally, which is how I eventually landed into being a strategy and operations manager role in a strategy team. Okay. Did you ever experience imposter syndrome, Jerry? 100% every time. Every team I've been on at Google, and I've been on two teams, I have been the youngest by two, three, four years. Everyone else around me, they went to Harvard, they went to Stanford, they worked at Goldman Sachs, they worked at McKinsey. And I'm over here twiddling my thumbs and going, hey, I graduated college a year ago. So Absolutely. I always felt like I had a chip on my shoulder, 
I always felt like I felt super uncomfortable talking about my age because I didn't want people to go, you're only 23. Whereas everyone else was mid in their career. And so I absolutely felt that, but if there's anything that has helped me was just having champions in my team, in those conversations where someone was going, Hey, Jerry, Jerry has this great idea. I want to hear him. Jerry, do you want to, do you want to pull up your slides? Having those people absolutely helped me feel like, yeah, I'm young. Yeah. I may not have as many experience, but I deserve to be here. I belong and have a seat at the table. So without those champions in my life, no way I could have done any of this. How did you get the champions? The champions? I think it's just being honest to people that you trust on your team or even outside your team and saying, hey, listen, I would love for you to mentor me. These are the areas that I want to grow in. And this is why I believe you are the perfect person to help me get there. I would love if you could meet on a monthly or biweekly basis where you can maybe help coach me and shape me to be following in your similar footsteps. And the thing for me is I looked at every person and I said, there's that person has amazing analytical skills. I want to be mentored by the analytical, that their analytical skills. That person is really great at project management. I want to learn how to do project management. That person is extremely good negotiating with stakeholders. I want to be mentored by them. So it's not that I had a one size fit all, but I sort of pick and chose the skills that I saw that I was like, wow, I need to be like them took them on to be my mentors. And inevitably, they saw the amount of growth that I had, which gave them the confidence. Yeah, Jerry deserves to be here. You are a sponge. (laughs) That's what you are. You're a sponge. I just take people's ideas. (laughs) After seven months, you were promoted to strategy and operations manager. And then a year later, you were promoted to senior strategy and operations manager. You had been at Google at that point for three years and two months, and you jumped ship. You went to Lucid to work as a manager of project strategy and analytics. Why did you want to leave a company like Google? You know, that's that's a million dollar question. And it really just boils down to me feeling like a small, small cog in a big machine. And as much as I felt like I was learning, as much as I felt like the coworkers were pushing me, it never felt like the work I was doing truly mattered. And so I said to myself, listen, I'm not, I don't want to go to another Facebook, Google, LinkedIn, Microsoft for my next role. I want to go towards a mid-sized company because hopefully at a mid-sized company, it has all the resources of a bigger company, but I have the impact that I was looking for. And so... I moved to Lucid where I led a team of three analysts. And funny enough, one of the analysts was actually older than me. So there's a little bit of a weird dynamic there. But that experience really gave me the perspective of, man, like the work that I do. I remember my first month there, I had been asked to prepare a presentation to CEO, which was something I would have never seen at Google. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. 
Thanks so much for listening to this latest episode of T4C. And if you're interested in learning more about my coaching services for confused college students and recent grads, feel free to check out the Time for Coffee website under the coaching tab at time, the number four, coffee.org or text me at 202-236-5712. That's 202-236-5712. Thank you.